Welcome to the Gospel Road. 1 Corinthians 15 is what we will look at today. It says, Now I remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believe in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, As to one untimely born, he appeared also to me, for I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, but I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preached, and so you believed. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised? And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise. If it is true, then the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope this life only, we of are of all people most to be pitied. But, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep, for as many men came to death by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ, then comes the end, who, when he delivers the kingdom of God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things under subjection under him that God may be all in all. Otherwise, why do people mean, what do people mean by, by baptism on behalf of the dead? 
If the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized on their behalf? Why are we in danger every hour? I protest, brothers, my, my pride in you, which I have in Christ, Jesus our Lord. I, I die every day. What do I gain if, humbly speaking, I, I fought with beasts at Ephesus if the dead are not raised? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor as I, as is right, and do not go on sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body do they come? You foolish person. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as he has chosen. And each kind of seed is its own body. For not all flesh is the same, but there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is one of a kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for the stars for stars differ from star and glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead what so what is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is, it is sown in dishonor. It is sown in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is sown. In, it is raised in power. Sown in dishonor, raised in glory. Sown in weakness, raised in power. Sown in the natural body, raised in the spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spirit that is first, but the natural and then the spirit. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. A man, as was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Just as we were born, the image of man of dust, we shall also bear the image of man of heaven. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In a twinkling of an eye, at, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we shall be changed, for this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on the immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. 
but thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not vain. 1 Corinthians 15 is what we are looking at today. All that to be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord and knowing that the Lord, in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. You know, how are you living your life every day? You know, dealing with work. Not even talking about God's work, but you know, some people you talk to, they're saying that your work is God's work. You know, when you're when you're working in the factory or in the warehouse or in the office, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, your work is God's work. You know, we are working for a bad boss, but we're not working for the boss. We're working for God. You ever thought of it that way? See, you're you're working to to show a good example. Your responsibility, you know, how good of a worker you are. You know, you're actually working for the glory of God. You're not working for the glory of big corporate company to put all that money in his pocket and they won't share any with you. Okay, there you go. We all have that complaint every day, right? They're making more, they're making millions and we're making shillings. Or would that be millions and then shillings? I don't know. Yeah, no one's not always making much in comparison to those that are lining the pockets on Wall Street. Because that greed is really set over. But see, that's not what we're to be looking at. We're not to be looking at what they are doing. Just like when we're dealing with people that we are working with, their friends or family, you know, we need to help them to be better people. Does not matter if we believe the same, think the same. You know, they could be a different religion. They could be atheist, but we still have to love them. You know, the the song from Mandisa, you know, we all bleed the same. You know, cut us open. Guess what? It's blood. It's not blue blood. It's not green blood. Because they're not aliens. It's red blood. Because once that blood hits the oxygen, it becomes red. Inside our veins, it's the same blood. See, we have to love and respect one another to really encourage and help one another. You know, when they are in need, be there to help them. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, talking about, you know, what if this whole Jesus being raised to the dead thing is a fallacy? It's not true. Well, are we doing what we're doing for nothing or are we doing what we're doing because, you know, it makes us better people? You know, it reminds me of this thing that's been said over and over again. I know Billy Graham has used it, but then it goes back to a, a saint years ago. Many, many. But, you know, talking about, you know, becoming a Christian, asking Christ into your heart, believing. He said, you know, if you, if you take that time and you, you put him in, you believe, then it's the whole what if. We get to the end of time. 
And it was a fallacy. It was nothing. It was a fable. It was a story. But when you died, you still gained being a better person. You know, being a a honest person, a, a strong person, someone that's going to really inspire and motivate others to, to be better, to be the best they can, to be very successful, not always saying financially, but just spiritually, emotionally, mentally, because you helped others be better to, to be the best that they can be, to, to really be that person to, you know, come out of the darkness Maybe even as an employee, you became the the best employee for that company. You know, so you had a great life, ethical, morally. So what did you lose? You really didn't lose anything. Gained a lot. Gained a great life. But now what if it's true? And there is a heaven and a hell. And you didn't take that step. Now, what have you lost? You could honestly say you've either lost nothing or you just lost everything. You've gained nothing. Well, but not that you wouldn't have gained anything. You would have gained a lot. Earthly. Maybe nothing to gain on the spiritual side if it was not true. But you had a lot of earthly gain. But then again, if it's true, you would have lost on the spiritual side. Just the little things to think of. You know, as you're, you're really trying to be the best that you can be. And you have your beliefs. You, you have the way of doing things. Now, we have to do all this in love. So when you're going in to do your job, you have to be immovable. You have to be steadfast. You need to know that you're not laboring in vain. I know when I'm going into work every day that I'm not doing that in vain. There's days I might feel like that. But I'm not doing it in vain. You know, we all have the stories of the things that happen every week. The people that really get under our skin. Drive us insane. I get that every week. Every day. But we're not laboring in vain. Even when we're told one thing about how we do our job. We're not laboring in vain unless you're just really lazy and you're not doing anything. You know I mean, I, 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 I do the best I can. And many days from what I hear, the best that I can, it's no good. It's not what they expect. Or there's other ways of looking at it too of maybe it is what they expect and I'm doing well and they're afraid you know this is where that that human side of us comes in because we're not wanting someone to show us up you know it's where that ego that pride comes in you know you cannot be better than me you know i'm the manager you cannot outshine me 
even though that's not the way it should be. Because you may be, but if you have a great staff that is just outshining the rest, you as a manager will look good. But see, you should be encouraging them to get better, to really shine, because then they can move up the line. They could go to that next level. Because you're wanting them to be more successful. You're wanting them to be better. That's part of your job. Is to really help people be the best that they can be. Encourage them, motivate them, inspire them. Give them the tools they need to succeed. Being a parent, it's the same thing. Encourage, motivate, inspire, giving the tools they need to succeed. And we see that so many times of, of not happening. You know, in my business, we see that of getting the tools, the, the motivation, the inspiration, the, the encouragement, and the tools you need to succeed. They're not there. Because we're dealing with a lot of pride and ego. And heaven forbid you be better than me because I'm trying to get to that next job. I don't want you to have it. I want it. Even though I'm your boss. And I could, you know, you could go to it somewhere else because at least in media and radio that's the way it works as you normally move up you're moving to a different market a different city so it's not something that you're going to get where you currently are so they should be helping you of what you're ever wanting to become to to really get to that level steadfast and movable abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not vain. Abounding in our work, doing the best that we can. Because we are that example, that shining light. You know, it could be that person that is really having a down day and you could be their shining light that day. Because as you said, hi. Because you waved. Because you held a door open for them. That could have been their brightest point of that day. We never know. We never know what that person is going through that we run into. First, First Corinthians 15. I do want to thank everyone that's kind of following along and that has been praying for my mom and for my dad, even for me appreciate it just it's a it's a long it's a long road it's a journey getting there a step at a time and again i know uh, people uh, do like my other podcast um, story time and the daily planet and i've not been able to do much with those lately and i, I do apologize for that I'll be honest, I, I do kind of look at my list my my numbers of people listening and i've noticed how they've gone down which that's just the competition in me. You know, how good am I doing? Hopefully, I'll kind of. In fact, I might try and get uh, another story done today. Got a few things going on. Of course, you know, today is my laundry day. I know uh, they're coming in to. It's weird, a Sunday, and they're coming in to do therapy with my mom. Uh, but I know it's going to be kind of a, a busy one today. But if you enjoyed this this 
episode. Thank you so much for listening. In fact, uh, you can share it with others, share the podcast on social media. You can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and at my buddy Jimmy, as well as mybuddyjimmy.com. You can see my words of the day that I do. You know, I share a lot of different things and just kind of try and have some fun, do my best. I know I've lost a a lot of them, you know, just down to like a couple jobs now, which is, you know, with what's happening at home, that's probably overall a good thing that it happened. Not really knowing what, you know, you're knowing what's going to happen when things do. And then when it does, it's like, oh, well, that was probably actually a good thing then. But you don't always know that, right? (laughs) You don't always know that initially. But oh, my brain kind of wandering at this point. But First Corinthians fifteen. Be sure to read that for yourself. And and how does it help you to be that better person, being better today than we were yesterday, being better tomorrow than today? I mean, I'm always trying to to be the best that I can, trying to put my best foot forward. Do I do it a lot? No. Do I fail a lot? Yes. But I try. I, I know I've been told many times that I am a interesting person to deal with. <laughs> so I don't know if that's good or bad. I haven't figured that out yet 100%. Probably bad, depending on who you talk to. But again, I do the best that I can. You know, just be sure that you're you're being that better person, sharing the love with others remember love God love your neighbor love yourself yeah that's what we need to do is share that love of God every day you know the the Bible tells us that they will know we are Christians by our love you know by by how we take care of one another first Corinthians 15 thank you so much for listening to the gospel road have a great day God bless Spinal adjustments provided by Dr. Chad Rolfson. The Spinal Tuning Chiropractic Center is a Des Moines area low flat fee per month unlimited chiropractic care practice. When life happens, just adjust. Schedule today at SpinalTuning.com. If you're looking for help with software, app, web development, be sure to check out my friends at IngenuityCompany.com. They believe in their clients. Software development, app development, web development, visioning, design thinking, diagramming, organizational development, strategy. They can help you at the Ingenuity Company. Find out more at IngenuityCompany.com. Barbecue provided by Kenny's Rib Wagon. Catering ribs for your pleasure and serving daily at Plaza Pub, 62nd and Douglas in Des Moines, across from Merle Hay Mall. Find Kenny's Rib Wagon on Facebook. The Jimmy Olsen Radio Network.